This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 606, it is 67 degrees in downtown Boise. It is Friday. That means open phones Friday, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Crappy day yesterday for the Dow. However, as we get underway this morning, futures uh, looking pretty good across the board. Ahead of the opening coming up here in about an hour and a half. Once again, uh, we'll talk with Jeremiah Bates about what's going on today. Uh, Yesterday, NASDAQ was down over 2%. Uh, a lot of that had to do with the uh, Fed chairman once again saying, oh, if you were hoping for uh, interest rates to go down or to not continue to rise, wish in one hand and poop in the other and see which one gets the fullest, the fastest. And people went, um, I'm oh, reasonably, yeah. I'm reasonably sure he didn't say that. That's, a, that, that's what he meant. But that's, I read between the lines. I, I know that's a saying in your family. but uh, Oh, no, I read between the lines. That's okay. exactly what he said if you read between the lines. That would be interesting to be the Fed chairman, though, and to know that whenever there's a camera on you, if you turn and smile at it, the chances are the the stock market will will end up being better in the next thirty minutes. Well, and you know how bad can your life be? You get to make those statements from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah, so he's just a few miles away from the border you know, of Idaho. You know who lives there is? Uh, uh, I love this Rich, name. By rich the way. people, Christy Walton. Basically, Chris Walton lives there. A mm-hmm. very, very rich woman. She was. She shares. She's. She's related to you, right? And shares your uh, money with you. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, uh, I mean, I'm sure we're related if you go back far enough. But uh, it doesn't go back far enough. I get apparently to be in the will. <laughs> but she, you know, has billions, and of course, she's of the Walmart Waltons. She was married to one of the sons, the one who uh, was an avid pilot and is therefore dead. Lucky yeah, her. That, that didn't sound right. He had a plane crash. Lucky her. Well, she, she gets all. She gets she, all no, the money. She, she had the money while he was alive too. I don't think you know. Yeah, but now it's all hers. She doesn't have to yeah, share with him. That, that's true. At one point, she was the richest woman in the world. She's been surpassed since then. Especially I think when she's still when in Be- the top ten. Well, when, isn't she? When, yeah, when Bezos got a divorce, uh, <laughs> yeah, his ex-wife <laughs> became the richest woman in the world. And once again, lucky her. Mm. <laughs> Um, other actually, things, actually, yes, I agree with Lucky Her. <laughs> other things that uh, we're, we're going to be talking about for your Friday morning, in addition to it being Open Phones Friday, where you can talk about anything you want, feel free to call us up. Uh, you can also email Chris, KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Yes, I know that's that's not, you know, phones for Open Phones Friday, but we know in some cases you're not allowed to, you know, make phone calls. So maybe you can text us. We maybe you open, can uh, email us. Open phones and open phone-related media. There you go. Um, feel free, something you want to talk about, something that's happened uh, earlier this week. Maybe you want to put your opinions in on the uh, debate. But by the by the way, we will get to the first poll is out on who won the debate. And uh, I'll give kudos without giving the uh, results just right now. I'll give kudos to our listeners um, on who they thought won the debate. You pretty much match up with uh, national polling uh, from the Washington maybe, Post to uh, put maybe, out the poll. Maybe they were the ones that got polled. Could be. Could be. Uh, also, um, shocking news yesterday. Shocking. I'm shocked, amazed, aghast, agog, and thunderstrucken with wonderment. Why do I already feel like this is sarcasm? From Donald Trump and turning himself in in Georgia yesterday, apparently... 
Donald Trump has lost 25 pounds since the last time that he turned himself in. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't know where he lost it from. And the other part that I am just amazed, aghast, agog, and thunderstruck from wonderment is Donald Trump only weighs 215 pounds. Because there was no scale, you just had to report your own weight. And so I've decided that from now on, if he, if he weighs 215, I weigh 216. <laughs> My son, who is one inch shorter, he said he was 6'3", 215 pounds yesterday. Right. Which, by the way, uh, Lamar Jackson is 6'3", and 215 pounds. There you pounds. go. I was now, just going to say, because I, I... Put Lamar Jackson <laughs> next to Donald Trump. I, I relate I mean, it to no, my no, son. No offense to Donald Trump. It's just that, no. I relate it to my son, who is six foot two. Right. Is not in any way fat, not chubby, nothing. He's six foot two and weighs about 235. And he is by far thinner than Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Donald Trump does not weigh 215. However, considering the over-under, I mean, the people, if you made the over-under bet, you want you want a bunch thought, of money if you want under yesterday. People thought, yeah, I guess it was more like a you know like your annual physical where you have to actually get on the scale, which was not the case, but but they had an over-under of two seventy-three, and uh, most people were going oh, about two seventy, two seventy-five, two seventy. <laughs> they were right in that same. Well, yeah, there were there were other people saying, "Hey, three bills if he's anything." Well, like you and what the three of us uh, were all fairly close. Yeah, uh, what was it? Two seventy. I, I said, yeah, I thought two seventy-eight up to two eighty-five. I was the lowest, and I said two seventy. Yeah. So. Um, you know, if you bet the over-under, by the way, if you went tie color, he wore a red tie. If I, you voted that he wasn't going to smile, um, he, he didn't smile. And I will say that people who thought that his critics were going to use his mugshot, um, probably not going to. As a matter of fact, Donald Trump has already put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, his supporters <laughs> They're are the already ones starting who are, to using, use it. are using the mugshot. Because it wasn't necessarily what you martyrdom. would call a bad Martyr- mugshot. Martyrdom is worth money. If you don't believe that, I mean, you know, check with the Catholic Church. <laughs> he's got, and I don't mean this in any way, shape, or form like he's a superhero. Yeah. It, it's like he has kind of a look of a superhero where he's glowering at you. He's got one eyebrow cocked up and the other one down. He's got his head down. Now, I was right about this. I, I knew he would wear the uh, the red tie that you know reaches practically his knees uh but i thought that he was going to have a grin on his face like i'll show you people and it wasn't that it was more like i hate you people i mean i, I but but not everybody just maybe the photographer and, and the cops and the, the look the look i got isn't that i hate you people it yeah. looks like you're gonna get it now bobby the, well yeah like i'm that. coming after you he's got that look of i'm coming after you the the fit has hit the shan as they yeah. say yes exactly yeah so um, if you, my, my dad always said that it, it took about twenty minutes he was only there for about twenty minutes uh, he posted bond which by the way was already agreed to previously right. of two hundred thousand dollars which you know oh two hundred that's not much it's even less than that right. you only have to come up with twenty thousand dollars in that's, either why that's Trump change property or cash mm. so twenty minutes is about all he spent there and then uh, he got into his uh, entourage and uh, went back to New Jersey. Got into his, well, he, he made his a, entourage. He did make a few comments to uh, some press. There were there were only about a dozen press there, but and but they had lights set up on the tarmac because they they figured he was going to make some comments, and he did. He did. He can, good grief! Do you ever see Trump when, when he has an opportunity no. to make comments to not make comments? Well, but no, I mean it's, he doesn't chicken out from that sort of thing as yeah. as tons of people do. 
Also, uh, things we'll be talking about, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on last night. Uh, the estimated crowd was about 8,500 to 9,000 people last night for Cheryl Crow, mm-hmm. which is a big crowd at the uh, golf course. Yes, um, it is. That is the first night the Boise Open. Boise Open got underway, presented by Albertsons yesterday. Today, they'll have a Joan Jett concert coming up later tonight and golf all day long on what is almost a perfect day for golf, by the way, looking at uh, temperatures in the uh, low 90s. Through the weekend, we're looking at great weather for golf. And then coming up this morning, we have your final chance to get your golf tickets and your concert tickets. And coming up later this morning, another chance to text and win. We have your tickets for Saturday. This is tomorrow. All-day golf. You have tickets for all-day golf on Sunday, which is the final round. And also Junior Day, um, which juniors get in free on Sunday. And you have tickets to tomorrow night's concert, which is the concert that sold out the quickest in under two hours, Weezer. So you have a chance to win that coming up here this morning. Um, and also, just before we get into sports, the other thing we're going to be talking about this morning, um, whatever happens next, don't comply. Uh, my question, just real quickly, before yeah. I tell you what it is, if you don't know what it is, uh, is that not an oxymoron? Because if it, you it comply is. with that, aren't you then complying with something you're told not to comply it, with? It's it's like saying, whatever you do, don't follow orders. Yes, sir. <laughs> Is that an order? Yes, it's an order. Um, and it's shown up on my social media a lot over the last week, and I finally figured out what it what it's all about. We'll talk about that and see if you agree. Did That's you ever, all on the way this morning. Did you ever wonder what it's all about? <laughs> right now, nope. check for uh, what's going on in sports. Your first chance this morning to uh, get in on the world of sports is brought to you by Pork Belly and CUNA. Don't forget, Friday, always a great day to go. Every day is a great day to go to Pork Belly, breakfast and lunch. Friday, especially if you love clam chowder, the best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere made fresh every Friday at Pork Belly every, and CUNA. Every time you start mentioning clam chowder, it comes out. Chow Chowder. You turn out Clam to be Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Hey, hello, my brother Bobby. Uh, Saturday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, Florida Atlantic travels to Louisiana Tech in college football. The game will be covered for television by the CBS Sports Network. Neither team is nationally ranked, but it should be an interesting game for Boise State Bronco fans. Starting at quarterback for Louisiana Tech for the first time will be former Bronco Hank Bachmeyer. Bachmeyer transferred to the Bulldogs after losing his starting quarterback uh, job at Boise State to Talon Green last season. Bachmeyer's younger brother, Tiger, is a freshman wide receiver at Stanford this year. His younger brother, Bear, is a junior quarterback at Murrieta Valley High School in California. Bear Bachmeyer is being recruited by a number of colleges, and that includes Boise State. There are seven NCAA Division I FBS football games tomorrow, among them Navy traveling to number 13 Notre Dame and San Jose State traveling to number 6 Southern Cal. Besides San Jose State, two other Mountain West teams will be in action. San Diego State will host Ohio, and Hawaii will travel to Vanderbilt. There are some new rules in college football this season. The clock will continue to run when a team makes a first down, unless it's the final two minutes of the first or second half. That's the NFL rule. There will be no more consecutive timeouts called before a play is run, and no more icing the kicker with the timeout. The first and third quarters can now end on a defensive penalty rather than running an additional play with the clock not running. Uh, taunting penalties for hand or arm gestures will be tightened up. Uh, for instance, if you make a laughing shark. And in the SEC, at least, if the home team fans rush the field at the end of the game, 
the home team will have to write a check to the visiting team for one hundred thousand dollars. Um, that's the first time. The so, second time, it's two fifty, and then five hundred. Please rush the, the field. Tip. Please rush yeah. the field. Please rush the field. That's sports. Today from ten to one, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday as uh, we are underway for a Friday. And our first open phone this morning, Brad and Eagle listening on 670 AM. Good morning and happy Friday to you. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. It is Friday and it is a good day. Um, so I, I sent you guys through your text line the unphotoshopped photo of Donald Trump's uh mugshot if, if you didn't look yet uh but no um my wife put it best when she described the photo as a petulant child who is getting away with something um and in regards to his 215 weight i'm six foot tall i weigh 250 and I'm nowhere near as large as that man. Oh uh, I, I personally think three bills. Yes, but remember, yeah. muscle weighs way more than fat. So, I mean, that, that could be that he has so much muscle that he only weighs 250 pounds. You, you, you seem to be on his side, but you're insulting him all the same. Sir. Yeah, no. Um, I, I personally would prefer to see it over and done with regarding everything because you know i it's what's the old saying no press is you know is bad press well it it, it doesn't seem to be bad press and by the way he did turn him turn himself in yesterday during prime time as as uh we talked about yesterday morning it's like well when's he going to turn himself in 7 30 during prime time because he wants as many eyes on it as possible because it helps him make money in his campaign he, people see it especially that people who think that he's being railroaded are going to go well this guy's getting railroaded here's my 25 bucks yeah well it's the 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 act of a consummate grifter um i i'm i'm sorry i every every time i i listen to trump supporters and you know i i hear you know trump derangement syndrome and yes they do suffer from it uh, i just i can't understand you know it's like it's unprecedented no if ford hadn't given nixon a pardon nixon would have experienced the exact same thing it's just it, it, it i don't think holding the office of president allows you to break the laws and walk away with with no consequences and it's long past due that the man meets his consequences all right thanks for the call brad 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless that's what open phones friday is all about you want to talk about something, you get a chance to do that. We'll take a break. News coming up here next. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
641, it is Open Phones Friday. Man, what a great place to be this weekend. Treasure Valley uh, seems to be the hub of everything cool going on. You got Gallon Thunder going on uh, this weekend. 100 to 150,000 people expected to uh, be watching that two-day event. If you haven't seen it before, I've, I've been to the previous Gowan Thunder. Absolutely amazing. And if you're looking for something to do, and, and there's so much to do this weekend. you got the Western Idaho Fair. Justin Moore playing tonight in concert, which is, by the way, free with your fair admission. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Boise Open, of course, going on all weekend long. And if that's too much crowds for you, uh, you also have... Uh, cinema, National Cinema Day going on on Saturday, um, and you've got movies. If you've been wanting to see Barbie or Oppenheimer for a uh, reduced price, only $4 this Sunday. Sunday only, National Cinema Day. They do this every year. Uh, last year it was $3, but with inflation now, it goes to $4 this year. It's Open Phones Friday. Gordon and Caldwell, thanks for being patient. Listening on 670 AM this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Well, it's Friday. We got uh, another, you know, almost three hours to get through, and then we'll be doing fantastic. Yeah, it's a walk in a park for you guys. <laughs> hey, uh, regarding Mr. Trump's weight issue, I mean, we all tend to trim a little bit off the edges, you know, when we're in there doing interviews or going to the doctor for initial visits. You wait, know, it's, it's wait, like when, wait. Now, now, when you know, when they say, "Do you drink beer?" Yeah, how much? <laughs> Six pack. Like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Okay, so you said he. Tri- we like to trim a little bit. He trimmed about a hundred pounds off. Yeah. Okay, but think about it this way: like when I go to the doctor, if I got a surgical procedure, they say, "What do you weigh?" I tell them four hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> that's the best snap you ever get. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That'd be well, some met, serious I, I'm anesthesia. 200, I'm 200 pounds. You know, I'm 200 pounds, but mm-hmm. if I'm going to the doc and i got to have anesthesia, yep, I'm 4, 450 easy any okay. day of the week. So 200 pounds, two, how, t- how tall two are words. you? Okay. How tall are you? I'm, 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 I'm normal. I'm 5 foot 8. Okay. Okay. Anything over that's just a giant. Two, two words, though, uh, about anesthesia. Michael Jackson. Just be careful. Well, he had a lot more surgery than I have to have. Okay, <laughs> good point. Well, and he was taking, <laughs> he had a lot more anesthesia. Too. He, he was taking <laughs> anesthesia like it was vitamin C. Yeah, he was self medicating. Yeah. I let them do it for me. Hey guys, have a good day. Enjoy your time. Yeah, thanks, Gordon. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for I mean, listening. Anesthesia shouldn't be a sleep aid. It, you know, it should be if you need to be out cold for uh, uh, an operation or something. That's what it's for. Yeah. No, no. If it, it, <laughs> anesthesia, when it, I don't want to be one of those people that wake up in the middle of my surgery. I've only been put under a couple times. Um, the first time I was really nervous about it. I had shoulder surgery, and uh, I'm I'm like, oh my god! They go start counting from backwards mm-hmm. from one hundred, and I'm like one hundred ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety seven, and immediately I'm going, holy crap! This isn't working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the last I thing want, I remember. I didn't, I didn't last that long. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, they, this they, isn't working. They wheeled me through the doors and said, uh, this is your surgeon. And I said, hi, how are... <laughs> and then uh, I, I later said the word you, but when I did, I was saying it to Debbie because she was waking me up <laughs> after surgery. Oh, man. And I remember that... Um, I was out for about two and a half hours before they brought me out of it for the surgery. And then I woke up thinking that was just like I just slept 13, 14 hours. This is the the best nap I'd ever had. Now, the rehab sucked, but...
And it was the first nap that ever gave me a scar. <laughs> yeah. KBOI News Time, 645. Time for another check on sports. Brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly in CUNA. Chef Wally there every morning with uh, all of his coworkers making deliciousness from scratch, including chicken fried steak, biscuits and gravy. By the way, the same gravy used on biscuits and gravy is used on the chicken fried steak. Um, bacon, crispy bacon, waffles, pancakes. you got anything you want for breakfast. It's amazing. And of course, Friday is also clam chowder day. The best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere. Get into Pork Belly today. Boise State women's tennis head coach Beck Rogar has announced the appointment of Errol Smith as a new assistant coach. The past two years, Smith was a volunteer coach at UCLA. Smith played his college tennis at Loyola Marymount, graduating in 2018. In the 2022-2023 school year, Smith coached UCLA freshman Fangran Tian, who won the NCAA Singles National Championship and didn't lose a single set all season. Washington Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg has announced he's retiring from baseball. Strasburg was the number one overall pick in the 2009 June baseball draft and has a career win-loss record of 113 and 62, which is good. But in 13 major league seasons, Strasburg has managed to make it through only two seasons without being placed on the disabled list. His best year was 2019 when he won 18 games against only six losses and was the MVP of the World Series. But in the four years since that championship season, Strasburg has only been physically able enough to start eight total games. He has also had a number of operations for thoracic outlet syndrome, which causes a compression of the nerves, arteries, and veins between the neck and arm and makes it impossible to do a number of physical things, among them throwing a baseball. Despite the injuries, Strasburg's ability always earned him great salary contracts. In his 13 seasons, Strasburg made a gross total of $250 million, which for his career works out to $2,200,000 per victory. At sports. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. If you had a Facebook account any time between May 24th, 2007 and December 22nd of last year, you could be in line for a piece of a $725 million pie. It stems from several class action lawsuits brought against Facebook by users who claimed the company improperly shared their information with advertisers and data brokers, including 2016 presidential player Cambridge Analytica. The amount of individual payments will be based on how many Facebook account holders respond. The top will be around $40. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Bring that up because today is the deadline. If you haven't signed uh, up for your payment as of yet, it's it's free to do. And I, did you do this when we talked about it uh, a didn't. month ago? I did not. Um, I, I did it. It literally took me about thirty seconds. It's not a long, drawn out thing, but you have until end of business today to get signed up for your share of seven hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Now, granted, I know there are a lot of people who have been on Facebook, but only the people that sign up to get in on the settlement are going to get paid. And if only 725 of us sign up, we're each going to get a million dollars. However, but here I am being a giver. If a million giver, of you sign up, you'll each get $175. Here I am being a giver, not wanting more people to sign up because the less people who sign up, the more money I get. This is, this is me giving to you. Right. Reminding you that today is the final day to sign up. By the way, if you want to sign up, 
Go to Facebook if, user uh, privacy settlement dot com. If ten million people sign up, everybody gets seventeen fifty. If a hundred million people sign up, everybody gets a dollar seventy five. It's still free money. True. Now, the main requirement is that you had a Facebook account for any time between May 24th, 2007, which you remember, that's the day that everybody switched from MySpace to Facebook, Mm -hmm. and December 22nd of 2022. Yeah, but how many people could that possibly be? Maybe a few hundred. Dozens. (laughs) You also need to have been a United States resident during that period of time. So if you weren't a resident on Facebook, you're not eligible. Um, Even people who deleted their Facebook account qualify. um, You're just likely to see a smaller payout if you deleted your Facebook account during that sometime. And how big your check is going to be, by the way, once again, depends on how many people sign up. You heard right there, they're they're guesstimating as of right now. Could be 40 bucks, but hey, I mean, that's dinner for two at McDonald's. After the deadline passes today, well, nobody gets second. A judge will need to give the settlement final approval. That hearing is set for September seventh. Not clear when the payouts will uh, be sent out, but you can also. It doesn't have to be check. When submitting your claim, you can fill out your Venmo, Zelle, PayPal, or direct deposit to get your payment sent straight to your account. Once again, today is the final deadline to do that. Facebook user privacy settlement.com. And like I said, it only took me 30 seconds to a minute to have it filled out. Super simple. And then you'll get confirmation that you are signed up. But I mean, it's, it's free money. It's not Christmas time. It's not your birthday. And I mean, for crying out loud, I don't know anybody who hasn't been on Facebook sometime in the last 20 plus years, right? Yeah. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, we talked about the debates on Wednesday and who you thought uh, had won. Uh, Robert has maybe some of the best thoughts um, on the debate so far. Robert writes in and says, My thoughts as I was watching the GOP debate on Wednesday, here we have someone who won't be the nominee talking about something someone else who won't be the nominee said, and a third person who won't be the nominee was trying to butt in. I didn't know who not to listen to first. <laughs> I see. That's an interesting way to look at it. That is you funny. People are sure making it hard to ignore you, but not impossible. Um, as I told you, we'll, we'll get to coming up here um, in just a little bit. Uh, first poll is out, Washington Post, on who won. Yeah. And kudos to the listeners. You guys were, were pretty much dead on on, on uh, who the polling thinks won that first debate. Um, I don't, I, they didn't do what I said because I thought all of us lost just because of the, the yeah, craziness of the debate and not being able to understand what most people were saying. Probably didn't offer that as one of the choices. No. Uh, another email. Uh, this one, uh, no name on this one, says, uh, Hysteria Moment, once again brought to you by KBOI yesterday. COVID and lockdowns return, uh, returning by Biden administration, and KBOI picks up the baton and runs with it. Oh, no, COVID in the wastewater. So what? Any epidemiologist would tell you that info is meaningless. That's actually 100% factually not true. Um, all I did was it quick 10-second check on that claim that you said epidemiologists would tell you that info is meaningless. 
Um, there are dozens of sites touting wastewater epidemiology testing for COVID to find out if COVID is starting to increase in that area because it starts to show up in wastewater and, uh, before people start going to the hospital. In Kentucky this week, they have closed a number of schools because too many of the kids have COVID. Uh, he goes on to write, have we ever tested or announced results for pneumonia? It's way deadlier than COVID. You do realize that COVID can cause pneumonia, right? COVID pneumonia is very dangerous. So you know, you say how dangerous pneumonia is, so it's connected to COVID in some instances. Um, person also says you can't tell anything other than COVID is present. Could have told you that without a test. Is anyone actually sick? Wastewater won't tell you. Quit scaring the elderly. Did you? Uh, gra- I will. Did you graduate from upstairs Wednesday medical school? <laughs> I will tell you. Um, even though it's testing in the wastewater, your claim that people aren't getting sick is a hundred percent wrong. I know two people who have gotten very sick within the last two weeks from uh, COVID. I have a friend who went fishing in Alaska. Hey, he caught his limit of COVID before he came back. He caught it in Alaska, but, you know. However, yeah. let, let, me, let me just say straight out. If you're, if you're skeptical, if you're skeptical, if you are skeptical, please do not protect yourself against anything. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little more about, uh, about this this morning because um, as we enter flu season, it is, you know, almost like the flu. Um, people start to being indoors and around crowded places, and uh, we are going to be dealing with it once again. There's going to be more people with COVID. Um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this. Are you going to be dealing with it differently? It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning, brought to you by Pork Belly and CUNA. Another day, another watch list with a Boise State Bronco football player on it. Running back George Holani has been named to his fifth national award watch list of the preseason. This time, he's an early pick for the roster of the 2023 Reese's Senior Bowl, which is an all-star game played after the season. In the past few weeks, Holani has been named to the All-Mountain West preseason team by the conference coaches, Athlon Sports, and Phil Steele Magazine. And he is also on the watch list for the Doak Walker Award, the Maxwell Award, the Paul Horning Award, and the award for Polynesian Player of the Year. Comedian Kevin Hart is good friends with former NFL running back Stephen Ridley, who played eight years in the league, including four with the New England Patriots. A few days ago, Hart and Ridley got into an argument about who would beat whom in a foot race. They decided to settle the argument with a 40-yard dash. Ridley was the obvious favorite to win the race, which he did. Hart, who is 44 years old and not a professional athlete, tore multiple muscles in his abdomen during the effort and for the time being is riding around in a wheelchair and has <laughs> determined that his Oops. foot racing days are over. That's, I, that's what I was just going to say, by the way, a um, little more BSU football uh, Coach Peterson was on our sister station yesterday. Yes, he was. Did you uh, listen to that at I all? I did. I did. Um, Coach Peterson, the thoughts on who he thought did the best coaching job in America last year? I don't remember what he said. Dirk Cutter. Oh, yeah. That's right. He did, he did. the best coaching job in America. As an advisor at Boise State. Yeah. That's right. Very good. Seven. Jeffer and Chris on KBOI Radio App. We are News Talk. 
KBOI. Back today. Uh, Dow right now is up about 100 points. Uh, S&P, NASDAQ up just very little. A lot of this having to do with uh, interest rates, and people are going to be watching Jerome Powell and Jackson Hole today to see just how sternly he looks at the cameras. <laughs> yeah, th- this is going to be interesting. So his comments are set to be, I think his, his conference is at 8 o'clock. Is it 8 o'clock Eastern? So... Pretty soon we're gonna we're gonna get that information and reversing the clock a year ago he this is when we saw the sell off right on the heels of those comments that he made it was a brief but very dramatic speech they said that they were gonna be aggressive with taming inflation and they're gonna not worry about the pain that's gonna be ensued by the by their restrictive stance so okay fast forward the clock 12, 12 months later we've seen inflation slash by two-thirds the economy continues to expand we have unemployment it's still holding a, a record low so now the question becomes what is he going to do what is he going to say i think it's going to be fairly uneventful very unlikely that the fed members or Jerome powell is going to deviate from their previous guidance they're likely going to stick to interpreting data and then that's going to drive their move. But it's interesting because you do have markets now. They're essentially pricing in almost a 50% probability that we will see continued uh, raise actually one more uh lift of interest rates by the Federal Reserve before the end of this year. And we're seeing that reflected in the Treasury bill. So you have the three-month tre- Treasury bill. That yield is up to over 5.5%. That's the highest level that we've seen since January of 2001. So takeaway from that is is that to be in cash to be in a very conservative position whether in U- your US treasuries uh three months treasury bills whether it's a CD you're getting paid you're getting a decent return on your cash now on the flip side the lending side of things you're getting punished a bit if you're going out to get a mortgage or a car loan or any type of loan of that matter so again i don't think Jerome Powell his intent is going to be to to drive the markets either way but we do know that the market's been a bit jittery and there's been a lot of good news. There's been a lot of momentum around artificial intelligence. We saw that with the blowout earnings from NVIDIA. So if there's any uncertainty or anything that might take the air out of this balloon, not a, I don't think it's going to be a surprise to anyone to see maybe not, not a huge overreaction, but a, a, some more profit taking off the table. So again, I think he's going to be muted. I don't think the markets are going to sway either way unless he stumbles, trips up, says something or gives some indication that they're, that they're going to be more hawkish or more aggressive towards raising interest rates. But I don't see it. I don't think he wants to drive the markets either way. And I think it'll be a relatively boring speech, not looking to see what we saw last year. That's for sure. All right. As long as he doesn't look really weirdly at the camera. <laughs> I heard, yeah, I, he winks. If he winks twice or blinks twice, we're all in trouble. <laughs> very quickly, I heard about a transaction involving Subway and figured, while they're so big, they must have bought somebody. Just the opposite, though, huh? Yeah, just the opposite. I guess you're, you're seeing, uh, I haven't looked deep into the details, but it looks like you have a private equity firm coming in and putting a bid for Subway to, to gobble them up. So again, mergers and acquisition activity it is slowed down a bit this year compared to when we saw when interest rates were basically zero. But again, you're seeing it, you're seeing it in a few spots and it looks like Subway might, uh, may be falling under a different umbrella here pretty soon. All right. Uh, we'll keep an eye on things, get a couple of updates through you through, uh, from you throughout the day, uh, especially after Jerome makes his statements and then uh, we'll talk to you again monday thanks gents broadcasting from the empire title studios we are news talk kboi 
68 degrees in downtown Boise. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Asper. It is Friday, and that means open phones Friday. Phones are open. 208-336-3700. Toll free from wherever you might be listening today. 1-800-529-5264. You can also email us, Mike, at KBY.com. Chris at KBY.com or text us. Same as our main number. Dow officially uh, open and uh, doing well. Hasn't got back everything we lost yesterday on the Dow, but up 236 points as of right now. NASDAQ also up uh, 75 points. Standard & Poor up also. We'll, uh, Jeremiah will keep track of that throughout the uh, day here, give you updates uh, once again on the uh, stock market. Um, coming up here tomorrow, final preseason game. I kind of miss uh, preseason having four games. The, the it only makes reason, that much difference to you? It, the only reason I miss it is because even though we only have three games, it doesn't move up the season any quicker. So no, we just really. have a, we just have an extra week now where there's no NFL football. So this will be the yeah, final game still, for uh, two weeks. It still doesn't start till after Labor Day. Yeah, uh, but tomorrow's final game, Seattle Seahawks. We are your station for the twelves. We'll be playing the game tomorrow. Now, if you're up early, you might want to grab a cup of coffee. It's kind of weird to see a football game being played this early in the morning, but uh, you'll have a chance to uh, hear all the action coming up here. Seahawks take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers and Seahawks been each other's nemesis for about the last decade and a half and can't seem to get around each other. Um, uh, you had a chance to hear all the action once again on 670 AM tomorrow morning beginning at 11 AM. You'll hear that here on 670 AM only. Keep in mind, regular programming will continue. So if uh, you're used to listening to whatever else is going on on Saturdays, you can still do that. You have no interest in football, just listen in to 93.1 FM. So football, Seattle Seahawks, once again, 670 AM, regular programming, 93.1 FM tomorrow. And then uh, this will be the final preseason game before the real stuff gets underway coming up in a couple of weeks, which, by the way, we will have all the regular season games also here on News Talk KBOI. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday. Uh, it's your chance to talk about anything that uh, you want to talk about, whether it's on subject, maybe it's something we talked about earlier in the week. Uh, you can go ahead and talk about it. Just like this person is, no name on this email, says, Mike, you mentioned uh, yesterday that Trump was going to turn himself in in Georgia during prime time for the publicity. That might be your opinion, but how dare you say he's doing it for publicity? You have no idea. He's charged with tweeting, watch OAN, and you think this is not political. Give me a break. It's a banana republic. Prosecute your opponent, uh, opponent unfair uh, weren't BS. You, weren't you quoting somebody? Yeah. Um, I didn't say that. Uh, those are tr- some of Trump's people who said that they were going to do it for publicity. Um, and by the way, two things can be true at once. You can think that you know that you're this is political, which to a certain part I I think. Um, however, he did do it for the publicity, and the publicity is that number one. More people watch him, and I don't think he thinks that there's such a bad thing as bad publicity in this particular instance because I think he has his supporters who think that he will see be seen as a martyr is partially why he did it. But the biggest reason why he did it is because he wants to raise money for his campaign for president, which he did. He saw a massive influx 
uh, last night. And the more people that see that, the more people that go, I think this is political. I'm going to donate to Trump and his defense and his political campaign. So that wasn't something, that wasn't my opinion. That was some of Trump's people saying that they were going to, uh, he was going to turn himself in during prime time because of the publicity. More newspapers, more eyes on it. Billy C. has written in. Billy C. is uh, not uh, what you'd accurately call a Trump fan. Uh, He says, Tommy Two-Tone and the J6 Choir are set to release a new song. Okay, do you know Trump's booking number? Here's the song. Donnie, Donnie, P O one one three five eight oh nine, P O one one three five eight oh nine. I've got your number. <laughs> Thank you very much, Billy C. Uh, text message in at two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. I wonder if the other candidates in the Republican debates actually believe they have a chance to be the nominee, or is it just a strategy to give the illusion of choice to the average GOP voter before they inevitably vote for Trump? Yeah, I 100% believe that they think they have a chance. And and here's the reason why. In the last election, Joe Biden was not in the top five at this point of the primary process. He was nowhere in the top five as far as polling. When President Trump won the election at this point in the primary process, Donald Trump wasn't in the top ten in polling. Both of those two people who were not at this point of the process number one or two in polling ended up being the pick for the party. So at this point, I mean, it really is anybody's race. We're still, what, six, seven months away from the first primary? It it still is, even though the polling is so wide as of right now, 40-point lead over DeSantis, anything could happen. I mean, that polling can change... You never know. You never know. So, yeah, I th- they're, they're even, not running. Even, even when you kind of know. Yeah, I don't think that they're running and wasting the time and money that it takes to run um, and how much stress that puts on you in traveling and campaigning and doing debates and debate prep uh, if they didn't really believe. Now, they may think there's just an outside chance. Like Asa Hutchinson, never going to be, you know, the GOP nominee. No way. But they're, I, I think they're a legitimate possibilities for some of the people we we had called asa hutchinson the former governor of arkansas which he is and somebody called us up and wanted to correct us that huckabee was the former governor of uh, of arkansas true mike huckabee used to be the governor of arkansas (laughs) sarah huckabee sanders is currently the governor of arkansas but yes asa hutchinson also used to be the governor of arkansas so you can have several more than one yeah yeah kboi news time seven four uh seven fifty 46, uh, time for our final check on sports this morning, brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuda. They're open! Get in for breakfast, hip drinks, drips, coffee drinks, energy drinks through the drive-thru, and then, of course, best clam chowder you're ever going to find later today for lunch. And for those of you who wrote in, by the way, hip drips, not a medical condition. Uh, Saturday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, Florida Atlantic travels to Louisiana Tech in college football. The game will be covered for television by the CBS Sports Network. Neither team is nationally ranked, but it should be an interesting game for Boise State Bronco fans. Starting at quarterback for Louisiana Tech for the first time will be former Bronco Hank Bachmeyer. Bachmeyer transferred to the Bulldogs after losing his starting quarterback job at Boise State to Talon Green last season. Bachmeyer's younger brother, Tiger, is a freshman wide receiver at Stanford this year. His younger brother, Bear, is a junior quarterback at Murrieta Valley High School in California. Bear Bachmeyer 
is being recruited by a number of colleges, and among those is Boise State. There are seven NCAA Division I FBS football games tomorrow, among them Navy traveling to number 13 Notre Dame and San Jose State traveling to number 6 Southern Cal. Besides San Jose State, two other Mountain West teams will be in action. San Diego State will host Ohio, and Hawaii will travel to Vanderbilt. There are some new rules in college football this season. The clock will continue to run when a team makes a first down, unless it's the final two minutes of the first or second half. There will be no more consecutive timeouts called before a play is run, and no more icing the kicker with a timeout. The first and third quarters can now end on a defensive penalty rather than running an additional play with the clock not running. Taunting penalties for hand or arm gestures will be tightened up. And in the SEC, at least, if the home team fans rush the field at the end of the game, the home team will have to write a check to the visiting team for $100,000 at sports. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. New clues into why that private jet disintegrated shortly after takeoff from Moscow, killing everyone on board. As U.S. officials say, it's likely Yevgeny Prigozhin, the man who led a mutiny against the Kremlin, is among the dead. Prigozhin turning against Russia's Ministry of Defense just weeks ago, launching a mutinous march on Moscow. Putin called it a stab in the back. One witness saying she saw Prigozhin's jet explode in the sky, then plummet to the ground. A preliminary U.S. intelligence assessment saying the cause was a deliberate explosion, according to the Associated Press, with the Pentagon ruling out that a missile shot the plane down. Experts who believe Putin had Prigozhin killed say he's showing the world he's in full control. It's all the, kind of chilling, isn't it? Russian President Vladimir Putin yesterday expressed condolences to the family of the one-time friend, Russian mercenary group founder and aborted coup leader, Prigozhin. I can hear him, you know, somebody will say, did, did you have him killed? No. Putin said Prigozhin and his lieutenants aboard the plane provided a significant contribution to the war effort, but... Progrosian's brief June rebellion was the strongest challenge in decades to Putin's iron-fisted rule, an act that the Russian leader called treason and a stab in his back. That raised the question of whether the former restaurateur would be punished despite a deal that appeared to protect him. I guess maybe a question that you could ask Progrosian if he was still alive. Do you, you, for your treasonous actions... Choose to accidentally fall out a window and die, choke on a bowl of soup, or be killed in a plane crash due to an explosion. Randomly be walking through an airport and turn bright blue. Preliminary U.S. intelligence assessment has found that the plane crash was caused by an internal explosion. That's according to U.S. and Western officials who were not authorized to comment and spoke on condition of anonymity. One of them said that the blast was in keeping with Putin's long history of trying to silence his critics. <laughs> Reuters, and you heard that uh, in the report we just played, citing U.S. officials uh, it did not name, said the surface-to-air missile that some had claimed was originally responsible for the plane crash. Um, they've now in- assessed that information, U.S. officials have, and says that that information is inaccurate. 
but they do believe that the crash was caused by an intentional explosion from, so with, from within the plane. They're telling the people on the ground, we're pretty sure that missile you saw didn't even hit the plane. Well, now they're saying that there isn't wasn't a missile. Uh-huh. People claim they thought they saw a missile because they saw a smoke trail. That was probably from the plane. Mm. Um, I I don't know. I mean, this is in Russia, so I don't know how much we're going to find out or if we'll ever find out any more, you know, than that. Um, But as we told you, Putin has said that he's not responsible for it. What else is he going to say? I guess he could. I mean, yeah. And if you talk bad about me or try to have a rebellion against my country, guess what? You're accidentally going to die in a plane crash, too. So maybe he, he maybe he would take credit for it if he, he did it or just not say anything. I don't know. Or he could be one of those guys that answers. What do you think? Did you have him killed? What do you think? I mean, when it comes Didn't to... Didn't say po- yes. I mean, when it comes to politics, um, you know, would, would, would you rather have what some people are considering, you know, politics using the Department of Justice uh, against a president, or would you just rather have them accidentally die from something? Or would you prefer the really quick way? Mm Mm-hmm. A person who identified themselves as you can't make this blank up says, what I thought was hilarious is his mugshot. He obviously practiced a few times in the mirror. What's even more ridiculous is he actually tweeted to not surrender with the picture of proof that he actually did surrender. The man is delusion. He needs to be locked away and key thrown into a Yellowstone hot spring. Our country will be way better when this era of egotistical, misogynistic, I am your savior, political antics are gone. So n- not a not a Trump fan. Yeah, I have to I have to admit when I first saw his mugshot, I I thought the same thing. I thought he practiced that in the mirror. <laughs> My, but that's a, <laughs> and a, I, a a glare. I, it's something I would probably do too, um, only for the fact of some people, you know, said, "Oh, they're going to get this mugshot, and this is going to be used on, you know, anti-Trump campaign poster." Mm-hmm. No, um, not, not, not that used, picture. <laughs> not before it's used on a whole lot of pro-Trump stuff. Um, and immediately posted on uh, his social media site uh, yesterday, and they're already starting to make T-shirts on it to there should, there should be make money for the campaign. That there should be a T-shirt that says, Make America Great Again, or clearly I will be very angry. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through. It is Open Phones Friday. Uh, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, email in, mike at kbui.com. Uh, earlier this week, you and Chris uh, were looking for solutions for Social Security if it runs out of money. Good for you. You're providing leadership that Congress is not. My thoughts. Number one uh, means testing. Warren Buffett, love him as I do, likely does not need Social Security Remove income limit on Social Security tax, as was mentioned earlier. Uh, Fraud. In the long run, it would be nice to scrap the whole thing in lieu of private investments. Let's face it, Social Security is horrible investment. How to make the change will take some discussion. Thanks for your guys' service, gentlemen. Thank you. That was very nice of you. This is, uh, I believe, Heath, who says, Did you guys happen to see any final explanation on the recent bus crash? I just wondered what might have caused the accident. Reporting seemed a bit confusing. Some of the kids were taken into intensive care. 
Then the next day, I gather they were all sent home. That was uh, the kids who were at camp and uh, were on the way home in a bus, and one of the three buses uh, crashed, you recall. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a single vehicle accident, they said, and it it, it did turn over on its side. So I don't know. The only thing I can figure out, and they didn't... I have not heard of yeah, police a, an never re- cause. Police never released any cause of the accident, but when it uh, just turned over on its side, it sounds like maybe it, it strayed off the road just a bit and then overcorrected and went over. But that's, again, just speculation. Yeah. Thank I, God it wasn't worse than it was. But, yeah, they, I, I believe they were all sent home, none with uh, like life-threatening type injuries. CJ writes in, uh, Dan Bongino had an interesting idea for Social Security, if I recall his point correctly. Folks 55 and older, as of right now, get Social Security. After those folks have passed away, you dissolve the program. I'd add to dispense the remaining balance to those that paid taxes that year. It wasn't supposed to last this long anyway, just like some other taxes. I am fine with military folks getting retirement in addition to their pension, the cost of their service. It is, to say the least, uh, the least that we can do. That is far from socialism, which uh, purposefully gives it to the lazy, unearned, and undeserved. But the 54-year-olds have been working and paying in mm-hmm. for 30 to 35 years. There's the problem. They just uh, get nothing? Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that at all, because if you're going to cut it off, um, there's no way to cut it off, because you would have to cut it off for somebody starting work right now, say at, at 80, yeah. say say at 21. We'll cut it off at anybody, 21 years old. You don't have, yeah. You're not going to get it. Anybody who's already paid into it, you get it. From now on, nobody pays into it. How's but, that? But there, here's the problem. If nobody's paying into it, nobody gets it because they're the ones that are funding mm-hmm. Social Security. Themself. So if you cut that off, the people that are 21 years old and working now are funding the people that yeah. are already retired. See the problem? If you cut those people off, nobody you, you can't say, hey, you have to keep paying for this. You're never going to see it because if you're 21, you're never going to get it. But you have to keep paying because the people that are still getting Social Security, which we can't cut off, they have to still keep getting paid. They're, yeah, you'd have a revolution on your hands. But it's not a pyramid scheme, they swear. They swear. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we're going to take a break when we come back. You got that final chance uh, at this week's prize for our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue. Two locations, downtown or uh, at the Village at Meridian. It's Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, coming up after traffic and weather. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible questions. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty for any and all your real estate needs. There is only one number you need to know, 208-888-4128. All right, our question. Melissa, you're going to get first crack at it here today. Uh, Our question, this restaurant chain... Ran an all-you-can-eat promotion that ended up getting the CEO fired and the company taking a loss of over $3 million, all because they seriously underestimated how much uh, this type of food people like my wife and I and others like to eat. What's the name of the restaurant? Oh, we lost her. Melissa, where did you go? All right, uh, Tyler. Looks like uh, we lost Melissa, so Tyler, you're going to get a chance to answer. I'm going to say it's Red Lobster. 
it is Red Lobster. Yes. You remember they, they used to did it do an annual, at least for a couple of years, uh, an annual all-you-can-eat crab promotion. Mm-hmm. They still do an all-you-can-eat shrimp promotion because shrimp is cheaper, shrimp than is crab. cheaper and people don't like shrimp near as much as they like crab. I tell the story. Uh, by the way, I, I, I'm just kind of joking that my wife um, caused the CEO to get fired. Kind of joking. Uh, my my wife and I and my brother-in-law and her sister went to the all-you-can-eat crab buffet one night uh, to take advantage of it. And my brother-in-law is about the same size as I. We can, we can eat a lot of food, Did and you? I love crab. Did you end up filing a lawsuit? This was supposed to be all-you-can-eat. And I got full. I had to stop. Um, I think we went, we, we ordered, we got like three orders of crab and then I was just so stuffed and my wife, I mean, all what, 115, 120 pounds of her. We had probably even less than that, Mike, three times and she still like two more times gets more orders of crab and we're both looking at her and going, where are you putting this? As we're ready, we're ready to roll ourselves out of there, and she's still ordering more crabs. So, and then it was not too long after that the CEO got fired. <laughs> I still to this day say, "Hey, honey, uh, congratulations! You got a CEO yeah. fired just because you like crab." Congratulations! <laughs> Hang on the line, uh, Tyler. We got a fifty dollars gift certificate. R and R Barbecue is for you. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to tell you how you can win your tickets to see Weezer tonight. I check that. Tomorrow night, it is the final concert night of the Boise Open. You got tickets for the uh, golf on Saturday and also on Sunday, including in this prize pack. You're going to be texting us to win. We'll tell you how to do that when we come after news uh, here in just a couple of minutes. Also on the way for you this morning, over the last uh, hour or so of the show, we're going to talk about uh, whatever happens next, do not comply kind of something that was on social media that took me a few days to figure out what and, the hell they were talking and, and, about. And oxymoronical. Kind of, because if you comply with something you're told not to comply to, aren't you thus complying? We'll talk about it, what it means, if you've seen it, what your thoughts are on it when we come back. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Where I come from isn't all that great. My automobile is a piece of crap. My fashion sense is a little whack and my friends are just as screwy as me. I didn't go to boarding schools. Preppy girls never looked at me. Why should they? I ain't nobody got nothing in my pocket. Weezer's biggest hits, Beverly Hills, filmed at the uh, location of uh, one of my most fun moments in radio, the Playboy Mansion in Hollywood. They're going to be here tonight for the that, Boise Open. That brought you one moment of fun, huh? Uh, well, it brought me about three hours of fun, oh, okay. let's put it that way, and uh, a whole bunch of pictures. I wasn't implying anything. <laughs> Hey, you got you got to love uh, about twenty five centerfolds running around with no clothes on and uh, free beer and food and 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you had me at free food. Everything else would make me really uptight. But uh, okay. Oh well, I mean, we had clothes on. Well, okay. yeah, I didn't. I I was. I didn't take any of my clothes off. As far as we know. Um, anyway, Weezer is here tonight. Boise Open, uh, presented by Albertsons, going on today. Kicked off yesterday. Another day of golf today. Uh, your chance. This is the concert that sold out the quickest. Sold out in uh, just under two hours. But we have a chance for you to see the concert. Now, here's what you get. You get the golf tickets for golf all day Saturday. And then after the last round wraps up Saturday evening, you walk down to the 18th fairway where you'll get to see uh, Weezer. And uh, they'll be live in concert. You also get tickets, if you would like, uh, for Sunday. Junior day on Sunday, final round of the Boise Open. That's your prize pack here that's all included uh, for two. To win, you got uh, just a little over an hour to text us. 208-336-3700. Text Weezer. That's all you got to do. W-E-E-Z-E-R. Weezer. That's how you spell it. Not like the city. Text Weezer to 208-336-3700. We will pick one person at random here about an hour from right now to get those tickets. Now, I just will tell you, you must pick up your package today before 5 p.m. So don't don't sign up if you can't get to the radio station before 5 o'clock this afternoon because that's the only way you're going to be able to get your tickets. All right? So 208 208- Three three six thirty seven hundred. That's the tax uh, the uh, number to uh, text us right now, and all you have to do is text Weezer to go ahead and win. Another reminder here, coming on the way, twenty minutes from now, uh, KBY sweet deal. We got uh, two sweet deals for you today: fifty dollars in gift certificates to Costa Vida, and fifty dollars in gift certificates to Blaze Pizza. You can use it at any one of their locations. Uh, it's only 25 bucks, and uh, you can get one or both of those if you have time. I will just warn you, pick the, your favorite because they both um, have sold out very, very quickly. Um, email in, uh, talking about Social Security a little bit, uh, brought up again here on Open Phones Friday, which, by the way, phone lines are open at 208-336-3700. Uh, Julia writes in and says, uh, my hubby and I have worked hard since age 12, manual labor, worked harder and sacrificed to get through college without debt, and even harder to climb our companies all while side hustling our own real estate business and investments. We both get cut off in June because we've met the income max for Social Security, but someone's solution is to remove that limit because we won't need Social Security. Us continuing to add to Social Security is socialism. Everyone hates about the Biden administration. Putting the burden on the hardworking people is not the solution. I Okay, I'm a little confused here, uh, Julia. You, get, you got cut off on Social Security in June because of your income. I think you're talking about we're talking about two different things if you get cut off uh on social security because you've reached your maximum uh income for the year and you're collecting your social security retirement benefit um you do only get paid a certain amount if you continue working unless you have reached your maximum retirement age if you which i think is 71 if you've reached your maximum retirement age you can work and make as much you can make a million dollars a year in income and still get paid your full retirement benefits but up until your full retirement age if you make a certain amount you get money cut off from your social security so until you reach your max and then you don't get your, any more after that your best bet is to find a want ad that says 71 year old wanted for job that pays millions mm-hmm. okay um, I think where you're you're confusing, and we were talking about the income tax uh, or the income cap 
that we talked about earlier this week is that if you make more than $160,200 a year in income this year, above that number, you won't have to pay Social Security tax mm-hmm. on anything above that. And a lot of people are saying uh, one way to help fix Social Security, there's two ways a lot of people came up with, is get rid of the fraud where we lose $3 billion a year in just fraud and get rid of the income cap where even if you're a millionaire, you don't get you don't stop paying your tax as soon as you get that hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Right. So I think you I think you're confusing the income cap and, and what you're talking about is you don't get paid because you're not at your full retirement age as of yet. It is meant as a retirement benefit. So I don't have a problem with you know it's, it's meant to keep you out of the poorhouse exactly and not, and not really much more. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that helps. I I, I think it, the confusing part of that. It, it, I hope that helps out. I I because I was a little confused. If not, you can you can write us back if you want. Uh, Daniel and Parma, listening on six seventy AM. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yes, sir. A little sarcastic, but it would work. Um, just pick any of our U.S. representatives or senators, say Pelosi, Romney, Rich. And invest Social Security money like they invest theirs. They seem to not be able to lose. Uh, I think Social Security would be, <laughs> you know, great after that. Well, now, would we have insider information, too? <laughs> uh, well, according to them, you know, blind blind trust they're investing in. But uh-huh. uh, somehow or another, they can't lose. I think they should invest our Social Security money, and we'll be good forever. Well... Uh, even if it was, that. even if it was sarcastic, I think it's a good idea. Like I and like Chris said, you know, I want the insider information yeah, too. No kidding. Not that I would ever use that. <laughs> Everything that I would purchase after knowing that would be simply, uh, you know, a coincidence. Uh, Rob writes in and says, "I worked for a government service job for many years. I was under an old retirement system where I didn't pay into Social Security." I left that job early to take care of a sick family member. I had paid Social Security before that job and after. I paid enough into Social Security to receive it. However, there is a government provision called the Windfall Elimination Provision, or WEP. It states if you receive a government pension, uh, your Social Security benefits are cut about 50%. My entitled payment is $256. After the provision, I receive $99. Some would assume since I get a pension, it's uh, just too bad. I took a penalty in my pension for leaving early to take care of my mother. Text message 208-336-3700. It is Open Phones Friday. How many vacations does Joe Biden need? Just got off Delaware Beach vacation, then a few days later he's in Tahoe for vacation before he flew to Hawaii. Now he's went back to Tahoe after he flew to Hawaii. Really? Flying all over on our dime? I did I did check because I was interested that you brought it up because it does seem like he has a lot of vacation. Um he has be this is was as of August second, so this was before his Delaware hotel or his Delaware vacation and his Lake Tahoe vacation, which has now been um I think ten days. Um on August second he had been on vacation for one year of his presidency. So he's he's been president for just a little over two and a half years and he spent one of those years on vacation. 
officially or unofficially in some way, shape, or form. Either it is Delaware. Um, you mean away from the White House? No, on literally on vacation. Like he takes off and goes to his vacation home in Delaware, goes to Camp David. Um, and I'll say the same thing that I did about Trump. Just because you're on vacation doesn't mean that you're not on call 24 hours yeah. a day. I mean, because Air Force One is, is a big flying office. And and then every one of those people, I mean, Camp David has offices. Mm-hmm. Every, one yep. of the, every one of their private homes that they maintain has offices. And, and they continue to be president 24 hours a day, even when they're on vacation. So anybody who criticized Trump for the times that he played golf and the times that he flew to Florida, um, you better be criticizing Trump just or Biden just as much because in two and a half years, he's officially been on vacation for over 360 of those days. We'll take a break. When we come back, as promised, we will get to if it happens or what happens next, do not comply. It's a lot of social media posts out there earlier this week. took me a few days to figure out what the hell they were talking about. But I now know what they're talking about. I want to get your input. Are you, are you going to comply? We'll tell you what this is and see if you're going to comply. Coming up next, don't go away. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, this has been never really about a pandemic. It's been about generating fear. And we've known this. We, we still have a whole autopsy to do on how awful everything was, all of these mandates, etc. But I think that the American people are watching to see exactly how far people will go. The do not comply theme is kind of moving through social media. This and people see the election coming up. And of course, they're attaching it to that. The fact of the matter is that this remains about fear. And of course, the numbers you're not hearing about are the flu. Now, look, the flu, this is we're going to always have their right. COVID's going to always be around like head colds, like the flu. Sometimes it will affect some people worse than other people. Yeah. Older people. And you're, so you've got to be careful. But imagine a college saying you can't come to college unless you get the flu shot. It's like it's the same. You're not throwing on a mask because of the flu. They're not wrong. I started seeing this uh, about a week ago. And it started to show up on Facebook, started seeing the uh, hashtag, whatever happens next, don't comply. And the first thing I thought is, what the hell are they talking about? And then the next thing I thought was, you know, what you and I talked about earlier this morning, Chris, was if you follow this and whatever happens next, don't comply and yeah, you you're, you're don't com- comply. You're complying with something. Aren't you really complying? So you're, you're, you're going against what you're actually saying not to do. Um, this turned out to be about mandates coming back. And apparently there are mandates coming back as of right now. There are mandates going on in various hospitals, various colleges because of uh, COVID that seems to be making a return again, you know, kind of like the flu does mm-hmm. every year. You've got colleges that are requiring mask mandates. You must wear a mask. There are some colleges that are requiring that everybody, students and uh, employees in the college must be vaccinated before they return to college. Rutgers is one of those colleges that sent kids home if they didn't have proof that they had been vaccinated. 
Yeah, you wouldn't want to risk catching something in New Jersey. Question for you, because, I mean, the mandates that we had over the past few years, and, and, and I mean, there's been so much that has changed over the last couple of years because of new information. You know, this this supposedly was the disease of the unvaccinated because if you didn't get vaccinated, you were going to kill somebody because you could infect somebody. Um, turned out to not be true. If you got vaccinated, you still could get COVID. You could still die. You could still give it to somebody else. Um, your chances of dying may have been less or getting hospitalized may have been less, but the whole thing of you must get vaccinated because it protects other people turned out to be totally false. Um, the only time that I wore masks in the mandates was for flying, because if I wanted to fly somewhere, I had to wear the mask, so I, I wore it. Um, here locally, I didn't follow the mask mandates. I just didn't go to that place that had the mask mandates. That's why oh, Canyon County businesses did so well. Technically, then you did follow them. Not you, really. You, you, I, didn't, you didn't walk into any place where you would have had to wear a mask. Yeah, I went someplace else. I refused to follow the mask mandate, so I found a different option. Now, refusing to follow the mask mandate would be, mean that you charged into a place where... Uh... <laughs> or or you didn't go to that place yeah. and chose to go someplace else. Yeah, okay. We'll talk more about this. Um, are you going to follow any of the mandates when they come back? If they come back here, we'll talk about it after news. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. On June 21, 2021, President Biden stated, quote, If you are vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You are not going to be in the intensive care unit. You are not going to die, end quote. Again, simply yes or no, by that date, were there vaccinated Americans that were hospitalized? Um, what I can tell you is at the time, CDC was releasing increasing data showing the immense protection of vaccines against severe disease, hospitalization, and death. But by that date, were there vaccinated Americans that were hospitalized? Um, I, you know, maybe I will say this. We still, to this day, do not have data on people who are coming into the hospitals who are vaccinated. That is a data point that we have lacked. That's the problem I have with this statement from the leader of the free world is to say something so definitive. You're not going to be hospitalized. Even in the trials, people were hospitalized. You're not going to the ICU as a definitive statement. That was misinformation. That was divisive. That was dangerous. On June and we now know that a couple of years later that uh, all those were not true. Mandates are coming back. You've already started to see it at uh, some locations, some hospitals, some universities are starting masking mandates, vaccination mandates for the new uh, subvariants of COVID. There are apparently three new subvariants that are out there. We've even talked about it here in the uh, Treasure Valley in checking wastewater, seeing uh, more COVID showing up in wastewater. And this was kind of predictable and we talked about it even last year that COVID is never going away COVID is going to be like the flu for ever I mean for the rest of our lives where it's just not 
going to go away. As, you don't. As, you don't see. As, as far as we know, you don't see mandates. You know, for the flu or cold. Are we going to continue to see these mandates for COVID? And the question for you is: This all comes from the viral hashtag on social media, um, the posts on social media. Whatever happens next, do not comply. Taking away the oxymoron of it, <laughs> if you do what it says, you're really mm-hmm. complying. You complied with all the mandates in the past. And I'm not saying there's going to be in Boise. I really, really don't think you're going to see the mayor of Boise doing another mask mandate for all businesses here in the Treasure Valley. I don't think you're going to see, um, for COVID, the university shutting down football games where you're not allowed football games still allowed to play but you're not allowed to go watch yeah in in kentucky right now there are schools that are closed entire districts actually because they have right now uh detected too many instances of covid among the students that i think you might possibly see again where it's like all right we have too many we're i mean you see that for the flu sometimes too it's like there's too many teachers, there's too many people out sick, so we're just going to take the next week off and close down the school. They don't take away your right not to wear a mask. They just take away your opportunity to go to school. Now, during the you know last couple of years, our, our company required vaccinations to work here. And masks. And masks. I wore a mask because I'm not going to quit my job over it. I got vaccinated because I'm not going to quit my job not, over it. Not the hill you want to die on. No. So to speak. Right. Um, when it came to wearing masks, you know, here in Boise, um, if you went to a movie, you were required to wear masks. In uh, Boise, if you went to a restaurant, you were required to wear masks. They made bars close down. I don't know why COVID doesn't infect bars when it infects restaurants. Again, to all the people who simply avoided going to places where they would have to wear a mask. Thank you for complying. Canyon County loved the mask mandates of Boise because Canyon County businesses did so much more business because mm-hmm. of people not wanting to participate in the mandates. And Boise gas stations probably liked it too. Yeah. So the question to you, if these if these mandates are coming back, as we mentioned with the new variants, and this is just like flu season. You have people that are going to be inside. It's not warm. You're not out, you know, around less people schools are back in session and this is the time of year over the next three or four months that you have flu season it's going to be covid season again you're, you're already starting to see it centers for disease control and prevention have not announced new mask mandates but some schools and businesses uh, as i have mentioned have if you followed all the mandates last time has your thoughts changed if we see a repeat of 2021 now is it a skewed survey if we're only asking people who survived a little bit and this kind of goes into this here's a text message says covid was never serious media narrative can make anything look scary and you guys would know that because you work in media but you also come off as a couple of scared old fat guys, the only people who ever faced any minuscule threat from COVID. To the rest of us, it was a joke. Really? A joke? 
I know a few people who can't joke about it because they're dead. They died from complications of COVID. It wasn't a joke to my brother, who had never spent one day in the hospital except for the days he was born until he caught COVID and spent two weeks in intensive care and another two months off work because he couldn't breathe properly after being infected with COVID. It wasn't a joke to him. As far as I know, my wife and I have never been infected with COVID. Still not a joke to us because we know people who were and people who were seriously sick. Some of those people with long COVID still not back to full health. Is this where, uh, since he called us old fat guys, I do the line about I could diet, but tomorrow you'll still be stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that's you, too rude, you, you I, I could. Won't, if that's too rude, I won't say it. Yeah, I I don't know where you're getting that it's a, a joke. It, it's not like it, COVID didn't exist. Uh, Trent writes in, my uh, employer had COVID vaccination requirements for employees. Then suddenly, they dropped the vaccination mandate later in 2022. A lot of the people who left the organization have been rehired, and the ones that moved away are pretty pissed off. Yeah, I you know, get it. You know, science of any kind is based on the information that you have up to the point. It does change with time. It, Just, it changes because they observe things, and if what you're observing changes then you have to change what you're writing down that's just that's how science works john writes in i followed all the mandates masking vaccination social distancing all of it and i still caught COVID twice me too that's the biggest problem is because you had so many people when they first came out before they knew what the hell they were talking about saying hey you got to get the you got to get the vaccine. You got because if not, you're going to kill somebody. Because if you don't get the vaccine, you can infect somebody else. Well, if the COVID vaccine works so well, why do I have to worry about it if I don't want to get vaccinated? Because you're protected because you got the COVID vaccine. Yeah. And then we found out didn't take very long. They should have known because they had been testing it. Even though you got the vaccine, you could still get COVID. Even though you got the vaccine, you could get COVID and die. You could get sick, sick, and it didn't stop you from giving COVID to somebody else either. Tim wrote in, here is why Trump was criticized. Trump promised he'd be working for you, quote, I'm not going to have time to go play golf. Now, oddly enough, he did say that during the Obama administration. He said, mm-hmm. Obama plays golf all the time. He says, when I'm president, I'm not going to have any time to go play golf. Seems to not have a problem with it. Yeah, I, I think he changed his mind on that one. And people do change their minds. By the way, uh, just as we are coming back, um, sweet deal. Let me just do a quick check. Um, the sweet deal for the Costa Vida apparently went really, really fast, under four <laughs> minutes, because it's not listed there anymore. However, there were 200 Blaze Pizza gift certificates. It's down to 28. If you're listening to me right now and you want to get $50 in gift certificates to Blaze Pizza with the pizza, it's fantastic, and you can use it in either locations, Boise, Meridian, and Nampa. Go right now, KBOI.com. Click on the Sweet Deal link, but hurry, because as I just mentioned, there are only 28 out of the 200 left the Costa Vida was gone in under four minutes. So if you want uh, the Blaze Pizza, though, go ahead and do that right now. We'll take a break. Don't forget, you've got about uh, 25 more minutes if you want Weezer golf tickets. 
text Weezer, W-E-E-Z-R. That's all you have to text us. Text Weezer to 208-336-3700. We'll pick one person at random from everybody who has texted us this morning to get not only the golf tickets for all day tomorrow, the concert tomorrow night. You will also receive a pair of tickets for Sunday golf, the final round, which is junior day at the Albertsons Boise Open. Final 25 minutes to text and your chance to get your tickets right now. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's happening. Mask mandates are officially back. Morris Brown College in Atlanta, Georgia, announced yesterday that it's reinstating its mask mandate for everybody on campus, including students and employees. As of now, the face mask mandate will be in place for the next just 14 days as a, quote, precautionary move. According to Atlanta's WSB-TV, the school began fall semester classes last week, and officials say there have been no confirmed cases of COVID-19 among the students, but they have received reports from other schools in the Atlanta University Center, which consists of court universities. Morris Brown College will also perform temperature checks when individuals arrive on campus and will enforce social distancing and contact tracing. The school also does have a vaccination requirement with religious and medical exemptions permitted. And they're not the only ones bringing back COVID protocols. The Hollywood studio Lionsgate sent an email to staff asking them to mask up on certain floors after several employees recently tested positive for COVID in the new EG5 variant as it uh, rises across the state, according to Hollywood Reporter. The studio was also asking employees to self-screen before coming into the office. You're perfectly healthy. You followed every mandate, vaccine, masks, social distancing over the last couple of years while COVID was going on. You did everything the federal government told you to do. If those mandates come back, are you doing the same thing? Are you following the mandates? Obviously, if you didn't follow them the first time, it's not going to have any effect on you this time. I'm specifically asking those of you who followed all the mandates. This fall, as we're starting to see more COVID come back, whatever happens next, do not comply. Are you complying? By the way, well, if I you mean, are, what's the opposite of complying, though? N- not complying? If, if they tell you you have to wear a mask to work and then you just show up at work without a mask, is that non-compliance? Pretty much. Or, do you or if to, you or quit. If you quit your job. Or if you get fired. Well, if you quit your job. See, to me, that's compliance. I didn't show up without a mask. I simply quit. Or, in my opinion, you have a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Mm -hmm. You can't work here any longer. It's like, fine, if that's my mandate, I choose not to follow it, so I quit. I'll go find someplace else who doesn't make me do it. Again, Uh, though, to me, kind of same thing. 208-336-3700. Phone lines are open. Ben and Boise, thanks for being patient. You're on listening on 670 AM this morning. Good morning to you. Hi, guys. Morning. Hey, you may ask a question a little bit ago. What did we learn from the COVID, the mask mandates, and all that jazz? I've learned that you can't trust the government. You can't trust CDC. It was proven that the masks aren't, and the vaccines aren't, weren't that effective. In fact, the vaccines were killing people. I, after I had my third booster, I got a form of Parkinson's in my right arm. Of course, they won't admit or confirm that it was caused by COVID. 
or vaccines or not. How do you how do you get a form of Parkinson's in your right arm? Well, that's kind of a stage of it. It's just, it's got the shakes. Just just the one arm. Just the one arm so far. Interesting. That's and it, a that's a symptom. Yeah. You you actually get it in your brain though. Yeah, but they it won't could be. I don't know. I don't know what caused it, but it started, and it okay. could be. It could be a side effect of it. I mean, people have died from him from the vaccines. It's been proven. So if you were in college and you paid all your money and they require you to wear a mask, you don't want to. Does that mean you get a refund? Well, you don't have to pay anymore. Hello? I said you don't have to pay anymore. I don't know if you get your money back. Probably not. Oh, you're breaking up. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Um, Mike, I'm a paramedic here in the uh, Valley. Post-COVID, our number one medical assist call is heart attacks, age group 35 to 45. I was speaking with a pilot from St. Luke's Air Ambulance the other day. He verified the same goes for them. Heart attacks, 35 to 45. Those shots messed a lot of people up, and we have only seen the tip of the spear, I am afraid. Jan in Boise says over a million folks died during the couple years of recording. Hospitals were overrun, the staff exhausted. Do you say natural causes? We don't know what the death numbers would have been without the vaccine. Both sides are only guessing. And and we're not saying, by the way, me specifically, I'm not saying that the vaccine might not have protected you from getting very sick or done a better job of protecting you from getting dying if you are dying if you didn't get vaccinated. I'm saying everything that they started out saying why you must get vaccinated instead of getting to make that choice, and while people got criticized who didn't want to get vaccinated was because you're selfish. You're going to kill somebody because you refuse to get infected. That means you're going to give COVID to somebody else if you get infected, or you can get COVID, but if you get vaccinated, none of that stuff will happen. Turned out to every one of those talking points being not true. Lisa at the gym writes, Thank you, Chris, for emphasizing science is an evolving process, just like the practice of medicine. Looking around at those working out right now, I sure do wish there were still mask mandates. So much grunting, sweating on machines, uh, nostril blowing, spitting going on. I'll protect myself as needed. I just don't understand those who dismiss COVID as a joke. They were lucky to have not lost anyone. Have your opinion, but don't negate mine. And once again, there are going to be people that say, "It's a, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If it works, it works. Why do I have to wear a mask so that you're protected because you don't want to wear a mask or, or, or your mask doesn't work? That's what some people are going to say. So either the mask works or it doesn't. If it works so well, why doesn't it work? Matt wrote in over 1 million dead. First time ever Idaho hospitals had to declare crisis care standards due to overcrowding with COVID patients. It's hard for me to listen to local radio in this state sometimes. COVID was nothing. CCD lied. We were all duped and on and on. You can't say that there aren't specific things that we were lied to about. I mean, one of the one of the very first lies Dr. Anthony told us and admitted he told us. Dr. Fauci? Yeah. He told us that the 
masks don't work. And then less than a, a six months later, he's pushing masks. And they go, well, wait a minute. Why, why did you say masks didn't work? And now you're saying you must wear masks. And he goes, well, I lied the first time because I didn't want everybody running out and buying masks because then they wouldn't have been available to our medical people who would, who would need them. And hardly anybody said, oh, well, that's sensible. Uh, Denny and Nampa. We need to take a break. Oh, let's yeah, do that then. Way behind. Okay. Um, we'll take a break here. We'll get to more of your emails, phone calls. We got phone lines open. You uh, followed the uh, mandates before. If the mandates come back, are you following them just the same way you did before, or have you changed your mind? 208 336 3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. Here at the CDC, they're looking into this new Omicron subvariant, but stress, it's far too early to tell if BA286, that's what it's called, is more transmissible or if it causes more serious illness. There have only been nine cases identified worldwide, including two in the United States. It's also been detected in our wastewater. The CDC says it appears current testing and medications work against the variant, but because of the different genetic mutations, it may be more capable. Obviously, if you didn't follow the mandates the first time, you're not going to comply this time. This question is out to those of you who did follow. You you complied the first time with all the mandates, mask mandates, social distancing, the vaccine mandates. If this does come back, and we're starting to see uh, coming back a little more than we have for the last six, eight months to a year, um, is this starting to uh, be something you're going to treat like the flu and you're not going to follow the mandates if they come back? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, text message in says the federal government who forced millions of people to take a useless jab, work, uh, worthless cloths over their face, and took away their constitutional rights didn't start the fire. Incompetency did that. You still didn't answer the question. Will you comply? Whatever happens next, do not comply. Been one of the um, hot buttons on social media over the last week. That's what that means. If you're starting to see that and you're wondering, what are they talking about? What are they talking about? Don't comply to what? That's what they're talking about. Mark writes in, one more time, we don't care if you don't get vaccinated. We care if you clog up the hospitals, do what you want, but stay home if you get sick. Here's the problem, Mark. People who got the vaccine still went to the hospital. Just because you got vaccinated doesn't mean you still don't get hospitalized. So do you just not allow anybody with COVID into the hospital? Or if you got vaccinated and you get so sick that you have to be hospitalized, you get vaccinated, but somebody who doesn't get vaccinated has to go to the hospital. That doesn't make sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. John in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. I don't think the mayor will do it again. I don't think she's going to do it again. I think she wants to be reelected. I don't think she would be reelected if she does it again. Um, I can barely understand you. Are you on speakerphone? No, I don't think the mayor. I don't think the mayor would do a mask mandate. I don't. Think ah, okay. Gotcha. I heard you. Uh, in case you didn't understand what he said, thanks for the call. Um, he just yeah, said he, he doesn't says, think John. Uh, John doesn't think the mayor is going to do another mask because mandate. She wouldn't because get reelected. If she, she wants did. to get elected. Yeah. yeah. Curtis uh, writes, I don't really understand this. It says, hard Manny. One said it was sensible because it wasn't. 
No mm. idea what that means either. I'm not sure either. EJ Meridian, listening on 670 AM. Good morning. Are uh, you? Did you comply the last time with all the mandates? I did because I have one bad lung, and so I do everything I can to protect me. But I have they checked, and I the percentages are out there. The people coming across the border have never had any immunizations. They're more susceptible to this. Are they bringing it in because we are having mass? Uh, immigration coming across our border. Is that an increase? Because uh, people's susceptibilities are so much easier that way and it spreads. To me, that's a great worry. Yeah, hard hard to say. Although I, I will say, I mean, last month's, as we're starting to see COVID increase, last month's number of people coming across the border um, is no higher than it was Five months ago, when we had very little COVID, so I, I I don't know if you can, you know, make the quantitative statement that it's all because people are coming over because um, the number of people coming over hasn't changed over the last five, six, seven months. But they still are coming, and there's still so many here that have never had any immunizations, and many of them are sick children that have never had their their DPTs and things like that. I think we're just asking for a real big problem. All right. Thank you for the call, EJ. Appreciate it. kind of true of poor people in general. There are plenty of them that just, you know, they they don't go to the doctor because it's cheaper not to. Uh, Bill writes in, uh, what the media doesn't cover is that COVID never killed anybody. It made people sick, but it was the treatment protocol that the hospitals were given by the CDC, Fauci, and others. Remdesivir and applying a ventilator is what killed people. Remdesivir is a drug that shuts down people's organs. Um, Bill, once again, I would ask you if um, if what you said is true, that COVID never killed anybody, what about the people that never went to the hospital and yet died of COVID? How, how did the hospitals and the treatments killed those people if you say COVID never killed anybody? Because there were people that never made it to the hospital and died. So, and they never took the treatment, you claim remdesivir. So your declarative statement of COVID never killed anybody, how do you explain that? That's almost like saying nothing ever killed anybody except, you know, heart stoppage. Paula writes in Casper, at one point, ninety-seven percent of people with COVID in the St. Luke system were unvaccinated. That's yep. a pretty big percentage. You, you know what? What's your name? Paula. Paula. At, at one point, before the vaccinations came out, a hundred percent of the people with COVID were unvaccinated. A hundred percent of the people in the hospital were unvaccinated. I don't know what your point is. Her point is that she's not talking about before COVID. She's talking, or before the vaccines, she's talking about afterward. You're you're going to have to give me the specific website that you're getting that 97% of the people in the hospital were unvaccinated. I, I don't believe that number. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, show me where you got that number. John writes in regarding more masks mandates. Now that I'm educated on the effectiveness of masks, vaccine, and all the lies from the CDC, will I comply? Simple answer is not only no, but uh, he'll know, because he spelled it with an apostrophe. This is all uh, bass backwards. Why are they asking people who are not at risk to cover up? 
Bob and Caldwell listening on 670 AM. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. If they, if they bring back, if they bring out Bob, Max Mandy, Bob, here. do me a favor. Yeah. Take us off speakerphone. I'm not on speakerphone. What are, okay. okay. Oh, look, no, look, you're hearing my TV in the background. That's what you're no, hearing. No, I'm, I'm hearing okay. echo. I'm going to put you on hold, see if you can fix it. Uh, Mike in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning. I'll give you a little story here. I was a, a big supporter of the vaccines, and now I have a question mark in that. Got four of them uh, last year, and in September, I was coughing for a couple days, collapsed, ended up in the ER, and my lungs were full of blood clots. And there wasn't much they can do. They sent me home with Eliquis, triple doses, and uh, I survived. Uh, my, my mic chart said very grave as far as condition. And then in December, I got covid and took the horse pills, and then the end of June, I got pneumonia. So I'm not sure about the shots anymore. I have a question mark in my head. Um, But I do think the mask, if they're the proper ones, not the designer ones everybody wears, but a true M95 does help on a lot of things. But that is kind of my scenario that uh, I almost didn't make it, and uh, and I was a supporter of the vaccine. Now I'm not sure, and I didn't get the fifth shot, and I doubt if I'll get any more. So did you follow all the mandates then uh, the first time around? Uh, I wore the mask probably 90% of the time. Okay, so but, our, you know, our question today is, uh, have, have has it changed enough that you will not do that this time around, or do you still think that mask mandates are useful and you'll still follow the mandates i think the mandates are not useful because people don't wear them correctly and they make a mask out of a a handkerchief instead of a true 95 mask so i i think they are i think the to to say a mandate again nah it's not worth it all right thank you for the call appreciate it number of people wear them as chin masks too which never made much sense uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. This is for those of you who followed all the mandates first time around. If they come back again with the uh, variant, the new sub-variant that is uh, apparently starting to work its way through, we're, we're, we're going to start just like flu season, COVID season again. You followed all the mandates the first time around. Are you going to continue to do that, or has your thoughts changed? I understand if you didn't follow the mandates first time around, you're probably not going to follow them now. But maybe those, those of you didn't fall the first time we'll change it this time go ahead and give us a call one more segment on the way 208-336-3700 ben shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 950-208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless and see if bob got his phone problems fixed bob you're on news talk kboi Uh, Okay, now we're on the mask mandates again. Uh, Basically, I wore them below my nose during the the whole process that was going on before. And uh, for one reason, I'm exempt by the ADA from wearing a mask due to my condition. So you wore a mask, but you you kept it below your nose. Yeah, I need it because I can't wear it above my nose. Okay. Based based on my service-connected disability, I was exempt from wearing masks. The problem is with the VA, because it's by our government to put out an illegal mandate, 
I wore one one time to my, what do you call it, the, the clinic over here, and they were refusing me service. In fact, it got to a point where, where somebody said something stupid, got angry, and got to call the cop on me. Got it. So basically, <laughs> so no, there's no mask mandates. If any politician wants to get reelected again, they will not enforce this. Got it. Because people, it. The, 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 the liberal morons will wear them. That's fine. They can do what they want. And I'll just walk around calling, saying Fauci diaper. When I see somebody wearing a mask, that's what I say, Fauci diaper, every time they wear one, because they're useless, they don't work, and they never have. All right. So, Thank I you mean, for I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know why, but these people come up, because they want to steal the election again. That's what it's all about. Let's put it down where it is. They want to steal the election again. They want to cause a problem so they can do whatever they want to do when it comes around election time. Thank you for the call, Bob. Appreciate it. Uh, James in Garden City writes in. I think he took the Dale Carnegie course. Is your position that the vaccine does nothing? I don't think that's true. I agree that the vaccine is not perfect. The info was and is a disaster. However, this is my understanding that the vaccine does make things better. I'm not clear on specific data regarding exactly how it helps. But as a listener, you do seem to be saying on the radio that the vaccine is not worth bothering with. I have never said that. I have never implied that. I ask a question. If vaccine mandates come back, will you be doing it? There are some people, and you've heard from some of them this morning, that think that the vaccine, and there there always is. It doesn't matter if it's a vaccine for the flu. There are side effects to all vaccines, and that includes the COVID vaccine. You always just innocently ask questions, like saying to people, hey, that thing you're doing, uh, does it make you feel stupid? Um. <laughs> so my my... My point is, I want to find out if you followed all the mandates, mm-hmm. are you going to follow it again? If you're told you must get vaccinated, because there are some people that think that the side effects to the COVID vaccine are worse than the protections that you got from COVID. James of Garden City says, I am not going to worry about it, but I am not going to be a confrontational jackass. I will be kind and respectful of those around me and respect their decisions, but I am not going to worry about myself. Well, that, that that's nice, actually. Bob and Meridian, got about 30 seconds. All right. We just wasted 10 seconds of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. According to uh, smartfilter.com, the particles of COVID are 0.03 microns, um, that is the mask. That, I'm sorry, the N95 mask is 0.3 microns filtration. The COVID virus is anywhere from 0.05 to 0.01 or 0.1 microns. So how does the N95 mask stop COVID? Good point. What are you asking yep. me for? So, do, do I look like a doctor? No. Or, or, <laughs> or someone who understands math? I'm not. I'm not going to comply. I got kicked out of Costco because I wouldn't comply. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. You you bet. Bye. Um, Paula wrote back and uh, did give the um, website. website where 97%. So now the question I would ask is this, because this is the reason why I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. When did it come out? August 5th, 5th of 2021. So if you compare August 5th of 2021 to August 5th of 2022, 
for instance. She didn't, though. She just said at one time there were 97%. Right. So that's that's why I wanted to see the, when this in, info came out. Gotcha. As in, there were very few people getting vaccinated at that time. So at the peak, say in 2022, when more and more people are vaccinated, was that the same number? Was it still only 97% of the people in the hospital, say, in, in August or June of 2022? Because that's early in the people trying to get people vaccinated could have changed i don't know i'm just asking the question thanks for the phone calls and emails that'll give you something to think about and uh, converse with uh, your friends over the weekend um enjoy the uh, boise open we did give it get a winner i have not heard back from that person so we need your name and address but everybody enjoy the boise open or if you're going to the air show enjoy that this weekend we're on a break for the weekend we'll be back again coming up monday morning we'll do it all again